Okay, so over the last bunch of videos that I've done, you guys have seen me wearing this jacket that Brian Abrams over at Amobilis is making. They've got a Kickstarter going right now. Also has this awesome hoodie. Use the force, Luke. Well, here's the deal. This is the last week of the Kickstarter campaign. So if you want one of these, you want it to say deeper pixels or whatever it is you're into, now's the time to do it. And they even have kind of an end of the campaign sale going on. So I will put a link in the show description. Go check it out. So Happy New Year. It is awesome to see you guys back and I've got a couple things that I want to cover today. So let's get started. I've got a few really cool photography books that I want to share with you guys today. And so basically what happened was last year at the end of the year, I did a video and it was my top 10 book recommendations. This was the end of 2016. And I just, because I'd done a lot of book reviews and videos over the year, I decided to kind of summarize them and kind of get my top picks. And most of you guys know I have a lot of books. I buy a lot of books. I love photography. I love printing material. And it's just something that's very inspiring to me and so this year rolled around and people started asking me on social if I was gonna do another end-of-the-year book roundup again and I didn't realize it was a thing but I'm happy to do it I did buy um, not as many books this year as I did last year because I'm rapidly running out of space and because of the mail you guys send me uh, I really am tight on space and so uh, it just depends on what comes out and how interested I am in it but I did buy a few that I want to share with you and we're gonna go through these in just a second but one thing I want to mention before we get started here is something that to me is kind of exciting news. I started The Art of Photography in 2008. That was when I made the first video. This year is 2018. I have now been making this show for 10 years, which is unbelievable. I started out on iTunes, I guess about 2010 or so. I put everything on YouTube and I started producing on both platforms and now I have a Facebook watch channel. It's been an amazing experience and I try to communicate this to you guys pretty frequently, but this show has changed my life in a very profound way. It's an unusual thing to do for a living. Um, I love it. I love opportunities where I get to meet you guys. I love the community that we've kind of built around this thing. And I've had some opportunities to do some amazing things that I didn't ever think that I would be able to do. Things like the artist series, um, even like just last month, where kind of at the last minute, I ended up just saying, I'm going to Arizona. I'm going to do this video that I've been wanting to do for over a year now. And I ended up doing like three videos out of that. And there was a Grand Canyon video. And then I did some stuff in New York. And there's some footage that I haven't shown you guys yet from the New York trip. And so there's a lot of opportunity to do some interesting stuff with this show. And because it's the 10th year, I want it to be as epic as I possibly can make it and I, I just don't want it to be another year I want it to be something that's really cool and so that's kind of where I am with this and I don't have anything to announce just yet although I am working on some stuff that will announce it when the time is right but this does impact the show in the following way because I will have to move a few things around to make some other things possible and the big one that gets affected is going to be photo assignments now we have been doing photo assignments on kind of this weird schedule where every Monday we're going to do something with photo assignments. So I'll either give you an assignment or I'm two weeks or so or a week to have a turnaround time. And then I share the work that was submitted with you guys. And the biggest complaint that I get by far from people is it's just too short and it's too fast to turn around. And it's also, I think, been confusing a little bit in terms of what is the current photo assignment? When is the next one coming out? And so I want to make a big change there. And I think it's going to be a change for the better. I'm going to slow this down. We're going to do one a month. I think that's a much better way of doing it. Um, I think rather than having a whole bunch of photo assignments at the end of the year, 
I would rather focus on the quality more than the quantity of it. So what I'm going to do is just do it once a month. That way it's easy to remember. What's the photo assignment for February? What's the photo assignment for January? And it's just by the month. You know when it's going to be due. It's going to be due at the end of the month. I'll need a day or two to put the video together. But you know when that's coming up. You can share your work on social and I'll see it there. So that's the big change that I'm going to make. I just think it's going to work a lot better. I would like to get your opinion. So please leave me a comment on this. Um, two things. One, does the schedule work for you guys? Do you think this is a fair compromise with all this? It's just going to be a little less frequent work for me to do. Like the, giving the assignments not hard, but putting together those videos where I've got to put everybody's names in it and I've made a couple errors in the past. It's it's a lot of work and I think this will just open it up and it allows us all to focus on the quantity and not the quality. Plus, it'll give me during the month some other chances to merge other content in with that too, depending on what the subject is. So I want to know what you think of that idea. And two, do you want a photo assignment for January? I can do one, but we're already a couple days in. It's up to you guys. So would you rather wait and we'll kick it off in February and we'll just do something totally cool. So anyway, I would like to hear from you guys on that. So let's look at a few book recommendations. I will put a list of everything in the show notes below. So if you're interested in getting one of these, you, they're all in a list together and you can find them on Amazon. But anyway, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to start with the color stuff. And color photography is a little bit of a stretch for me because historically my interests and my tastes have always been with black and white photographers. But more recently, I think this probably started with Saul Leiter uh, to a large extent, um, Ernst Haas, who is an incredible photographer, uh, had a collection that we actually there were two books that released this year. Uh, this one's called Color Correction. And the other book is okay. It's more of his uh, set photography that he did for movie studios. But Color Correction is insanely good. Highly recommended. And there's another color photographer that I started checking out um, more in depth as well. And I've been aware of Luigi Geary for a long time. But Luigi Geary, a well-known Italian photographer, has a book called Kodachrome. This is not a new book. This is an older book. I don't know that it's in print. And so you could have have some trouble tracking this down, but it's worth being patient to check out. This book I actually bought several years ago, and I've talked about it a zillion times on this show, but this little trilogy I want to make complete with Saul Leiter's Early Color. It's still in print. If you don't have it, it's well worth it. And what's interesting to me, and the reason I'm including him in this conversation, is that all three of these photographers, they all shot on Kodachrome, and this was pre-digital. And so there really wasn't a lot of post-processing that was involved. And the interesting thing to me is all three of these people have radically different styles. Ernst Haas's work has this lush feel to it, these deep, rich colors. Then kind of the opposite would be Luigi Geary, who works in kind of these pastels with very minimal compositions. And their work looks completely different, even though they were using the same film. And then Saul Leiter, who also shot on Kodachrome, comes into the picture. And he's got a very different approach to what he does and a very stylized look. And I think there's an important reminder here that we get really involved in the camera side of things uh, and then also in the post-production side of things, particularly when working with color. And I think it's a really wonderful reminder, all three of these photographers, to me, that there's so much that you can do. They all look different because their approaches are different. The subject matter is very different. The lighting conditions are different. And they're kind of tailored to each individual photographer. And that's where your talent and your sense of style are going to end up coming from, not so much on the post end of things. So that's why I wanted to include these three in the color trilogy here. Next up is this very thick and very awesome book from probably my favorite photographer in the history of photography. And this is Irving Penn. I have covered Irving Penn a lot on the show before. And there was a book that came 
came out a couple years ago in the exhibition that I was covering. I think it was called Beyond Beauty. This is even better. This is very much uh, more complete in terms of what was included here. This was, I don't know that this was done around a specific show. The Met was involved with this, but they are very involved with the Penn Foundation. Highly recommended is the Irving Penn Centennial. This book was actually sent to me as a gift from Gabriel Wortman. And Gabriel lives in Mexico City. I met him when I was down there last year and he sent this to me. I, it was actually in the last video I did an unboxing. This is Flor Garduño and she is a wonderful photographer, very much in the vein of Graciela Iturbide. Her work has a mystical quality with a lot of symbolism included in it. Um, and I have to include this as one of my favorites of this year. It's not one that was on my list to buy. It was given to me as a gift and I have absolutely fallen in love with it. There is some amazing work here. So once again, Gabriel, thank you for sharing this. The last two books that I want to share with you guys, these are not yet big name photographers. I think they're extremely talented. They're not done by big publishing houses, but you guys send me a lot of work during the year. I've done a lot of mail time shows this year, and I want to recognize two people. Both these books are available, and I will link them up in the show description, but I wanted to give them a shout out because I think this work to me is extra special, and I've really enjoyed it a lot. And the first one up is Shetland Ooh, which is done by Tom Barr, and some of you guys might remember Tom or recognize him. He goes by the name Utlier in the comments section. Uh, he's a hell of a guy, an incredible photographer. This is not exclusively a photography book. Uh, Kate Davies wrote the text in here, and it is a documentary book on the Shetland Island wool industry. And I think the photography in here is absolutely outstanding. And what I like about this book is that it is not photography for the sake of showing off photography. He is telling a story, he is documenting in here, but it is extremely good. And Tom shoots at such a high level, and I am really glad that we've become friends since he sent this to me. And so Tom, I didn't tell you guys that I was gonna be doing this, so special shout out to Tom. You guys need to check out Shetland Ool. It is fantastic. The second book that I wanna recognize was sent to me by Bastian Ult. This is called In Morocco. Bastian has a very ethereal quality to the work that he does, and this is my other favorite book that was sent in this year. I, I really enjoy this. It has a very dreamlike quality to it. A lot of interesting things are done with focus points and where your eye is supposed to go in the composition. And the work is just beautiful and absolutely outstanding. So I want to give a shout out to Bastion once again, too. And again, both these books are available. I will link them up in the show description. I hope this has provided some inspiration for you guys. And this was kind of my picks for, I guess, 2017. But we're into 2018 now. That's over with. Although I have cool books to draw inspiration from now. Anyway, a lot of cool stuff coming up this week including this disaster. You don't want to miss my review on the Light L16. I will have that out this week. I've got a bunch of other stuff coming up as well. Love to hear from you. Please leave a comment. And until the next video, Happy New Year, and I will see you guys next time. Later.